Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So, welcome to the Sunday League Show, episode 20 of the 2021 season. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you doing? Splendid. Fantastic. Gibbs, you look busy over there. (laughs) Always busy. Head spinning, literally. Mate, I'm I'm always working long and hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're on zoom tonight uh work work commitments and other things uh meant that we could we we've utilized uh technology and we're back we're not in Zelk, Zelk towers tonight we're on zoom so if the andy keeps proper staring at my screen as well gibbs the, the antics let's just say if this recording was video we wouldn't be able to put it out right now <laughs> oh super <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right straight into the results for yesterday that was sunday the 16th of may first up this week is the alberton and bromley uh in the senior uh lambeth all stars and hatcham shared a desmond uh, a result that <laughs> doesn't really help either either squad uh out at all um but i bet it was a great game well done lads uh, Essie Dons beat Ground Uppers 1 0 and 1 0 in both of their double banker games. Um, Farnborough drawing 1 0 with Rocker Seniors. Uh, steady, in, uh, steady good season for Farnborough so far, Jamie. They're not really, after that really tough start, they've they've been pretty good. They have um, fair play to them. People seem to just forget about them and write them off. It's similar to Lullingstone, I think, and that they'll always give teams a good game. They'll pick up points, and then when people look at the league table, they seem to be surprised where they are. Um, so, yeah, no, it's a good result for them. Keeps them ticking along. Um, yeah, Lambeth and Hatcham, doubt either of them's happy with the draw, and Don's get six points, albeit not very flattering. No, I mean ground uppers have been better in the last uh the last few weeks. Uh but textbook win for Dons, that's all they need to do. If they win every game one nil f- between now and the end of the season, job done, title's theirs. Pretty much, yeah. And they they'll know that and they'll be having those conversations as much as they would like to rack up four, five, sixes, they'll take the one nils all day. Yeah. You don't you they, they won't need goal difference by the looks of it to win the league. So one nil will do. Well done to the Dons. Uh, Kenningwell against Bickley. Probably the surprise result of the day. Bickley coming out 4-1 winners. That's massive for Bickley. What a great win. Uh, Kenningwell higher from a fantastic London Cup run and a pick picked up in form since a restart. But 4-1 to Bickley. What a result. Did not see that coming. In no, one did. no one did. Nah, so all we can see is fair play. Firm handshakes to Bickley for that. Absolutely. Well done, boys. Uh, in the Prem, Blendon racking up a 9-0 win against uh, Craven Park away as well. So, well done to Blendon. Absolutely. Fantastic win. Absolutely. Well, I think you leathered them twice, didn't you? 
11 and twice. Yep, 7-1 in the second game. Or in, sorry, 7-1 in the first game, 9-0 in the second game. Poor old Craven Park. That must have been a long, a long old day for them. Uh, Hatch and Vista 1-0 against LSE Giants. Um, a welcomed win for Hatch and Vista. Not too many of them this season. Um, LSE Giants uh, probably just want to see the season out now. They can't, I don't think they're going to go down and I don't think they're going to uh, win any, they can't win anything. So Hatch and Vista with a 1-0 win. Well done, boys. Uh, Metrogas played Elmstead in a double banker. Metrogas getting a 2-1 win in the first game and losing 4-3 in the second. Um, tough season for Elmstead. Uh, it's, it's been a real tough division. We expected them perhaps to put themselves amongst that promotion pack, but it, it hasn't really happened, has it? It's not, um, but I'm sure they'll start to build for next season and probably get back to where people expected them to be this year. Everyone kind of thought they would be the third wheel in that division, which has turned out to be the, the wall, I guess, but they ran away with it and such. So, um, yeah, Elmstead, a kind of a win and a loss at the weekend. It's not ideal, but I'm sure they'll still be there thereabouts next year. My nonsense comment about LSE Giants coming out to haunt me again. <laughs> LSE Giants beating Hatch and Vista 2-1 in the first of the two double bankers yesterday. So I'm going to hold my analysis until I see two results from the teams now because the way full-time has been has really made me look even more of a penis than I am <laughs> normally. <laughs> if my uh, penis looked like you, I'd be very concerned. Well, it'd be a big, at least it'd have a big head. Yeah, I was going to say, it would have a fat head. <laughs> uh, that is some, that, if you've got an old boy that looks like him, you've got some girth going on. <laughs> In Division 1, uh, Hacienda getting a 1-0 win against Croydon Town and full of praise for uh, their opposition on the weekend. I did the reverse fixture of this with Hacienda at home. I think that was around Christmas time or just after. No, just before Christmas, should I say. May even have been the last game before lockdown. And it was close then as well. And Hacienda full of praise for Croydon Town, uh, making a good account of themselves. Hacienda back to, to winning ways again this week. Well done, boys. Bexley United with a massive win against struggling Chislurst, it must be said, for 8-3. That's more like it, Bexley. They've had a quiet couple of weeks with some results they wouldn't have been happy with. But that's a big win against Chislurst. A massive one. I mean, it's not really like them to be battering and loads of, even when they do win, it's only usually maybe like twos and threes, maybe four they score. So to bang an eight, Chislehurst must be absolutely honking. Yeah, um, maybe Dean will feel some of their results lately. That that's been coming for them. Maybe they've uh, not had their shooting boots on, but they certainly found them yesterday. They could have kept uh, the scoreline down by one for Chislehurst to give me my favourite. Uh, I think I heard that the Bexley let them score. Oh, just so I couldn't get to say it. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Anyway, well done, Bexley. That made one of our um, results of the week, I believe, with the um, Bickley result and one of the Blendon. The 9-0 yep. was our results of the week. Well done, boys. Into Division 2. Crazy season in Division 2 continues. This week, DC football take points from the other title favourites. Royal Southwark, what is going on with DC football? Where has this form come from? I don't know. It must take a really good side to beat them. So I can see. <laughs> um, no, fair play to them. I mean, nobody expected them to beat West Wickham or Royal Southwark and they've picked up six points. So fair play. 
Uh, can't argue with that. They were they were pretty shy against us. We weren't great either, as they pointed it for about eight minutes of their thirteen minute video. But that's their progressive. Um, so yeah, make sure three points or six points should I say against them this season look even better because they are starting to pick up some good results, and they've got a big game against Broccoli I think this weekend. So chance for them to put three wins together um, and really secure themselves kind of middle of the table. Is that you looking worryingly over your shoulder now, Jamie? I think they're above us now in goal difference. So okay, we've got three. We've got games in hand on them now, so. Let's see what happens. Italia Wastil's losing 4-2 to Halstead and very damning of their own performance on social media. Uh, congratulating Halstead, but Italia Wastil's not happy with themselves. Uh, Kingsdale 3-0 with SMCA. Uh, they do like the odd um, strange result, do Kingsdale. Uh, uh, Manorwood <laughs> 4 uh, Crayford Arrows five, good season. What uh, a Crayford game! Arrows, really good game. What Manor a would, game! Manor would have been fantastic. I think it's fair to say overall this season after after the last couple of years. This year, right, Andy Andy Gray, can you say take up, Boosan? Talking to me or the actual Andy? You. My name's Andrew. Mm, well, Andy, isn't it? Actually, <laughs> you used to write Andy in the bottom of your toy's feet. Um, <laughs> Are you seen it? You've seen the movie based on my life story, have you? Yeah. Uh, Phoenix Wait, Sport. What, what, where's the take of Balsam? Come on. We need something spectacular for that. Oh, what's it again? We need something spectacular for that. Uh, I thought, I thought, what a result that was. No, it's not that good. Right. <laughs> when we get to the Mildeen result, you can say it then. I'll think about it. <laughs> Phoenix, Phoenix Sports 3. Uh, beating Hayden Youth 3-2. Big result for Phoenix Sports. Um, form's been indifferent. Uh, Hayden Youth have been pretty decent. Uh, so that's a big win for Phoenix. Well done, lads. Uh, Crayway winning 2-0 against FC United of Bromley. Petswood Ravens 1-0 with Broccoli Reserves. Uh, Division 4 results continued. Broccoli, Res- Broccoli Reserves lost 2-0 to Petswood Ravens. Um, Ellis Athletic slipping up in the title race. Uh, with another draw, four all against Ministry of Ball. Um, Ellis just taking their foot off the gas a little bit here and let they've let Hatch and Beck and the Manor back in, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, I think I said last week, was it? I think a team folded, which really buggered Ellis, I think, because they've dropped all the way down to like fifth or sixth. Yeah. So even though they probably still got some games to play, um, results like that won't do them any favours. But Ministry of Ball haven't been bad this year. So. No. It's not a terrible result, but the title looks to be definitely gone for Ellis. Definitely, on uh, it seems to be on its way over to uh, Hatch and Beckenham Manor. That's for sure. All themselves have lots of games to play, so still football to be played in that in that race. FC United of Bromley uh, lost both of their games on Sunday, uh, and they lost to two one to Crayway in the first of their double bankers. Good good day for Crayway. They've um, they've not had a fantastic year, but that'll be. Nice to end the season on a high for them. Hatch and Beckham and Manor getting a 7-0 win against the Warren. Big result, uh, as we said, in that title race. Well done to John and the lads. Uh, in Division 5, Hawksbrook Wanderers losing 2-0 to Mark Strong Memorial-sponsored FC Peak. Well done, lads. Uh, Hawksbrook getting a win in the first game of that double banker. 
points shared. Well done, lads. Uh, the Colts losing 4-1 to Tudor Sports Rangers. I've, I've really fucked the Colts this season. Really fucked them. Bestialities to be kept to yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, the Colts. Next season, I won't support you. Uh, South London Spartans losing 2-0 to inform Inter Milne. Again, Inter Milne win. Fantastic run for the boys. Uh, <laughs> AFC Wilgar winning 5-1 uh, get, is that is that their title hopes back on or have they lost too many um, points recently I think it might just be a bit too beyond them now I think there's other teams there such as um, Inter Milne climbing up Tudor have had a strong season so um, I think Wilgar maybe just left themselves too much today on next week's show, we'll have a quick run through the uh, league tables uh, when we record. Um, so that'll be, we'll catch up with all that and the goal scorers next week. Let's get into Westfar. Thank you, Jamie. Woohoo! Gibbs, is, you, is your mic working, mate? Money, money, mic check! Yes, it's working. Thank you very much. Uh, in Straight into the Westfar Prem, which is straight the, top, in. the top division. Deep. Uh, in the first game, uh, of a double banker yesterday, Peckham Rye taking a 1 0 win against Borden Sports. A contested penalty we saw on social media last night. Borden Sports not happy with the penalty awarded. Gibbs, what are you saying? What am I saying? I'm saying four points on the table. <laughs> no, was it? It, I'll be honest with you, it was, both games were quite uh, close, to be fair. There was, um, I'd say in the first game, we won 1 0 with a pen that they probably had the better chances. And they only had 11. They come with a game plan. They sat back and they, they executed it pretty well, to be fair. Um, they just invited us on and then hit us on, hit us on the break. Um, but I suppose, obviously, sometimes in football, it's, uh, it's one of them minutes you've got to take your chances. And obviously, we got a pen and we took the chance. But a fair play to Borden on that one. Uh, second game, they went one new up. And then uh, we had old um, Ricky Lambert, old Tony Stan came in, didn't he? And uh, He finally got a game. In. Fox in a box, mate. Right, right place, right time, and he's he's popped it away. He's turned up for to play at Peckham Rye for some game time. He's only gone and played a game right towards the end of the season and scored a goal. Congratulations, yeah. Tony! He's got some good good uh, average stats now, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> one for one. Yeah, he can't go wrong. Clinical. So one all for uh, Peckham Peckham Rye Borden Sports A in their second game. Four points for Peckham Rye in the double banker. Well done, Gibbs. Uh, the other games in the Prem, Jam losing 1-0 to Orpington Rovers and beating them 2 and Jam winning 2-1 in the return fixture. Uh, erratic season for uh, Orpington Rovers continues. Uh, Spring Hill played Barnhurst and won 4-3. Well done, Spring Hill. Uh, the next game in the Prem was a double banker, Gibbs. A double shuffle, UTR versus... Oddfellows. Oddfellows. We've only got one result for that game, which was nil-nil. I, I believe the second result was 4-0 to UTR. 4-0 under the but radar. That's what I'm hearing. It's not confirmed. It's just what I'm hearing. But surprise, surprise, their first double banker and uh, they dropped their first points of the season. Just yeah. goes to show what, what we've been saying, you know? It's a little bit telling. Anyway, they've got four points from six. Uh, it's going to be hard to see anyone else getting involved in the title conversation there Gibbs isn't it yeah 100% mate to be fair I think it's uh, it pains me to say but it's all I think it's all done and dusted really it's, it's massively in their hands isn't it 
they literally have to go on such a bad run or not show up for any games that um to, in order to jeopardise it. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, down to the senior division, uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead played Falconwood in a double banker. Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead getting a 2 0 win and a 1 0 draw. That's a massive result in uh, in the senior. Sporting Club Thamesmead now only needs six points. They need six points from their last two games, should I say, to guarantee uh, winning the title. Uh, if if uh, FC Royals win all their games, um, Sporting Club Thamesmead need to win all their games. Sorry. So it's in their hands. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's turning out to be a really good season at the top there, isn't it? Really, very, really um, very competitive. I think Royals have got a double banker this week as well. So, yeah, they. I, I can't remember who they play. Have they got? They've got black. I think Fern. they've got black black Fedenier if this yeah. Sunday um, on the big pitch at Meridian. Double banker. Tough, tough day for uh, Black Fen. Uh, Royals will be going all guns blazing for that one. We'll talk about that one shortly. Uh, Northern Eagles played uh, Rising Talents and got a two-one win. Big win for Northern Northern Eagles. Rising Talents have been uh, half decent this season. Uh, one of the certainly one of the top sides in the division. Um, Northern Eagles proving tricky again on Sunday. Yeah, hundred percent. They they're always going to be tough, aren't they, to break down and tough to beat. But they, and they could beat teams on their day. They've proved that before. So I'm I'm quite happy for them to be fair because they've stuck it out. They've had a bit of a rough season, but they've stuck it out as well. I think then, boys. I think Northern Eagles were written off from the start. People saying they wouldn't last long and all that, and they've proven a lot of people wrong. And uh, they're a good. They're a good outfit for Westford. Well done to the lads. Uh, Duchess of Kent uh, losing 6-5 to Burridge Blues, the other team in the senior division title race. Big win for Burridge Blues. Well done, lads. Um, FC Royals against Abbeywood Argyle obviously avoided games. Uh, Blackfen and Erif, the benefit from uh, Woolwich 90. Uh, folding. Uh, Blackfen and Erif getting the points. Uh, Northern Eagles and Rising Talents drew one all in their other double banker game on Sunday. Into Division One, Baldwin Sports losing six three to Wellingtown. Plenty of goals about yesterday. Uh, Tarks winning five two against Crayford Arrows. Uh, Crayford Athletic getting a two all draw against Black Eve. Credible point for the Black Eve uh, for the uh, Crayford boys. Black Eve won't be happy, um, but good point now. Bet that was a good game. Meridian continue their charge against Footscray Lions. Credible 2-0 two, um, two loss for Footscray. Uh, Meridian have been in fantastic form and they're a really super team. Uh, Footscray, they've, been, they've been flying, haven't they? Yeah, they're really, they're really when it comes start. to the game against Bulltarks, it'll be a real, real good game, isn't it? Real good game. game. Footscray putting some uh, respect uh, to, on, their, on their name yesterday. They've been getting battered recently, so... Good, good account of themselves, albeit in a loss. Uh, well in town, winning 1-0 against Borden Sports in the other double banker game of that tie. In Division 2, Kingfisher winning 1-0 against Forza and Forza getting a 1-0 win against in-form Kingfisher. Uh, good, good three points for Forza. Kingfisher perhaps uh, not happy with only getting three on the day if you looked at the league tables, but I bet that was a great end-to-end game. Uh, both of those yeah. ones. Good for Forza as well, because they've been on a bit of a... They've lost a couple recently, haven't they, in terms of the uh, the cup final and then a week later as well. Yeah. So fair play to them. Well done, boys. Uh, New Cross Rovers 5, Petswood Senior Vultures 1. New Cross 
really putting themselves amongst it now. For them that. new cross sharks. They're sharks again, aren't they? Overly sharked. They played it down. So thought they'd lose a few. Now they're bringing out all their players, aren't they? <laughs> Seem to be. Prem they, for them, Prem. They, Prem. they got a three-two win in the first game of their double banker and a five-one win in the second game. Uh, so big six points, all leading up to um, a thrilling end again to the Div Two season in Westfar. Uh, the game I did yesterday, Red Velvet against Elton Town Sundays. Um, Red Velvet. Anyone get a slice of luck? <laughs> no, no one got a slice of luck in bloody hell the moaning the moaning that was going on yesterday um, but Red Velvet anyway well, well good for well good for the win um, well good though well good <laughs> 4-1 in the first game 2-1 in the second game 2-1 two, 2-1 was a bit um, it flattered Elton Town a little bit um, Red Velvet well where, good where was the game? it was co-op on the back pitches oh okay how were the pitches? Uh, as good as they can be uh, for for that place, and that's no disrespect to uh, the co-op, but it was a very small pitch, so the pit it was congested with, well, with me on it anyway on a small pitch that that takes a lot of space <laughs> away. Totally clear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the boys, yeah, it was a bit congested, as I say. Red Velvet, well good for the for the four one, uh, and the and the two one, uh, a lovely free kick from Harry Main won the game. Uh, for Red Velvet, uh, yeah, uh, interesting You're game. First, first name terms with them now, yeah. If you do your homework, you send you you know who the players are your pals. <laughs> uh, in the next one, Granite beat SE Maroon 4 0. Uh, tough, tough uh, restart for SE Maroon. Granite absolutely on fire. Um, that's it for Division Two. That one's only it's weird, it's weird not having double bankers. Uh, Board and Sports Reserves played Abbey Mead. This was definitely a double banker. Uh, the first one ended nil-nil, and the second game ending two-one to the Bandits. Four points from the Bandits. They get they must be mathematically virtually there now for the title. Yeah, you gotta say no one's catching them now, wouldn't you? As much as it pities me to say. We've got we got our cup final against them next Thursday as well. Are you worried? Am I worried? I'm shitting myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sadly, Rustlers um, folded during the week last week, so their game was awarded to Orbiton Athletic. Uh, Spring Hill Resi's bad form continues this week. They lose 3-0 to Elton Lions. Mr. Elliot was there, I believe. Yeah, of course he was, pulling the strings. (laughs) Pulling the strings. Pouring pouring the water and pulling the strings, but... It must be I mean, they're sank in that water, I tell you. Every, bringing it from home. How does he make it to every summer? Must come round and he must feel like I've oh, really, I've really had this off. I've, I've, I've fooled everyone. He has, mate. He's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. <laughs> Junior Reds, seniors, Athletic winning three one against Woolwich Royals. South Ballers getting a win, big win yesterday against. Go on the Ballers. They're Park earning their, they're earning their title now, aren't they? Starting to. They're starting to. 5-4 against Welling Park. I bet that was an absolute brilliant game. Well done, boys. Uh, Elton Lions with a nil-nil draw in their first game of two against Spring Hill Resis yesterday. Just the one point for the Spring Hill boys. Elton Lions looking much better since the restart. Well done, lads. Uh, Alperton Athletic gaining six points yesterday on the back of Rustlers folding. In Division 4, Footscray Lions-White losing 6-0 to the Peoples. Um, did that not make 
result of the week? Do we not do we not shout them out for that? To be honest, mate, I think it was a twelve thirty kickoff. So by the time we've done our results of the week, I think that game came in late. Yeah, we're just we're just efficient. That's all. We're efficient. We're, we're ahead of the machine. we're ahead of the game. If you get a twelve thirty kickoff, mate, your results not worth talking about. <laughs> uh, yesterday, Borden B, Borden Sports B played the game, so we were wrong to leave them off. We were wrong to be sceptical. Uh, Stewart's Hill Spartans went in four two. Uh, they weren't hampered by the Selk curse. They won four two. Well done to Shooters Hill. Their their um, title challenge continues. Bexley Eve winning six 0 against struggling Bexley Athletic. Frustrated Bexley Athletic yesterday. Uh, on social media too, um, Bexley Heath looking more like the Bexley Heath we've we've grown to re- recognise from last season with big wins like that. Well done, lads! Uh, Dancing Albion three all against impressive Sel- uh, Sel- Silk. That's called cool. <laughs> Silk. Uh, Mightland Forest uh, losing three one against Bexley Hawks. Good win, solid win against a team who have been much better this season. Mightland Forest, Bexley Hawks. Looking every part. Um, the champs. Don't doubt the Hawks. The champs. I'm not doubting them. It's good. I hope it's a shame they've played Shooters Hill Spartans twice. because That would have been a fantastic one uh, for the end of the season. Uh, Advent Mighty Royals 2-all against Jamera in Division 5. Uh, Old Fortronians losing 3-0 to Eltham. Dave Hooker full of praise for the teams and their conduct in the game yesterday. Eltham winning 3-0 and 1-0 over the two ties yesterday. Peck and Rye reserve six, New Elton Wanderers nil, and they won six one. What's the what's the tail of the tape for new new Elton Wanderers Gibbs? A much needed six points for the Rezies, to be honest, mate. That was they needed that to be honest. They've been on a bad run of late. Um I did hear that uh Mr Mr. Duke Beniti scored five goals. Bloody hell. Five out of the uh at the twelve, so he's had a he's had a good day and a good showing. Do you know what I mean? He's he's still he's still a good finisher. Everyone who watched who watched Peckhamai's videos from last season will know that uh, Duke's a good player. So if they've if new one if new Elton, don't make his head bigger than yours, Wheaty. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wheaty, who the fuck's Wheaty? <laughs> I'm going to call me Wheaty now, right? <laughs> AFC Beckenham two all against Barker. <laughs> Uh, Beacons get the light going again. 2-0 against Bexley Wanderers. They're Good. very inconsistent, aren't they? Beacons or Bexley? Yeah, Beacons. Well, it's just an intermittent light. It's a dimmer switch, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Once someone comes around to cut the electric off, it starts flickering again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Red Star Northfield with another massive win. The Sharks of Division 5 and possibly Westford. Are they more sharky than Kingfisher Reserves, do you think? Mate, they're the biggest sharks in that in the West Far. I would say they're probably on par with Kingfisher. There's no way that either of those sides should be in the leagues that they're in. It's it's outrageous to be honest, and it's it's outrageous to the point where it's not even fun to show up. Do you know what I mean? Because you know you're going to smack bods like five, six, seven, eight ones every week. So, do you think when they win the title at the end of the season, they shouldn't accept the the trophy and the medals, Gibbs? No, nah, of course not, because they're gone, isn't they? Don't, no matter what no one says, they've played the old season for it. But they're, it's just like it's like Man United going into League Two, isn't it? And do you know what I mean? And playing there like Cavani and Rashford and stuff every week. The players they've got are just too, are too good for that division. They've not they've not been tested really, have they? All season doesn't seem to have been. But as you say, 
Maybe they've acquired players along the season that they weren't expecting to. I've seen quite a few of the boys play for Old Roane on a Saturday in the Bromley and South London, and they won they won the top division over there. So um, perhaps just that team spirit has continued through to their Sunday side. Well done, boys. 9-1 is a massive win. Uh, Chimera beating Advent Mighty Royals 2-1. So four points yesterday for Gibbs' favourite team, Chimera. Um as we mentioned, Eltham getting a 1-0 win and Peckham Rye getting a 6-1 win. 12 goals scored yesterday for the Peckham Rye boys in Division 6. Uh, first up, the battle against... The best the, division! The second best division in Westfar. Uh, High, Highfield played Draper close. Um, a friendly rivalry, I think, this one. A half 12 kickoff. Highfield getting a 4-3 win. Draper closed shall we say, Gibbs? Yeah, it's a bit. I think Draper were 3-1 up, I think, and um, from what I read. And then um, Highfield came back and won 4-3, so it sounds like a great game. Yeah, it's been a tough end to the season for Draper. Um, I like for, both clubs. They're both, yeah, both, you, good, both the, good guys. Absolutely. Um, Draper's form before lockdown was superb. Just goes to show momentum is such a massive thing. Uh, but good to see Highfield uh, getting back to winning ways and evidently Ronnie back in the sticks, much more. Uh, made lot bred confidence into the team yesterday. So uh, well done, Highfield. Uh, Falconwood reserves winning three two against Bexley Village Vets. Uh, Les Cabras with a four two loss against Our Lady Seniors, and a massive game in Div Six. Kingfisher reserves nine, the People's reserves one. Not even fucking close yesterday, Gibbs. That's what I mean. Come on. The results that people's result reserves have had recently, a 6-1 and a 7-1, I think, last week or something. And then you're you're coming out and you're smacking them 9-1. Come on. It's a, it's a liberty in it, really. You're just you're turning you're turning up to play them with an idea. Is this the type of thing we need to call another thing we need to call in for AC12? AC12, this is the corrupt OCG again. <laughs> Taking back others. For God's sake, man, we want the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Lewis Athletic losing 5-3 to the impressive sporting club, Thamesmead Spitfire. Right, That's a great result, to be fair. Very, very good form. result. Very good result. They've had, you probably have to end it saying that sporting club Thamesmead have had a good a good season. Uh, moving over to Westford seems to have so- suited them. Um They'll be enjoying life a lot more this year than they have done previously. Well done to the boys. That's a massive result against uh, Lewisham Athletic, who are really the only genuine uh, contenders uh, to the title with Kingfisher Reserves. I think uh, maybe I've upset someone saying that, <clears throat> but big win for the Spitfires. Well done, boys. Uh, Bexley Village Vets getting a 3-2 win in the reverse fixture against Falconwood Reserves. Both teams sharing the points yesterday. Our ladies making it six points yesterday with a 5-2 win against Las, Cab- Las Cabras. It's not been a very enjoyable season for those boys. In Division 7, the best division in Westfar. The second best division. Selk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 7. Uh, I think we continue this sponsorship next season, but we'll just call it Selk Grassroots, I think, boys. Yeah, sounds good. Lot- it's a long, old, ridiculous title. What's the title? Silk Grassroots Podcast Network Division 7. 
Do that again. Three times fast. <laughs> Come on. We ain't got time. Uh, Catholic club. The season's I... finished, but the time you say the fucking name. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Bergerac. <laughs> I mean, the fucking name. I'm not sure if a mistake's been made here. Catholic club beat Elton Lions reserves 5-0 and then lost 5-0. No, I think they won both games. Catholics, aren't they? They turn the other cheek. Oh. Yeah, 5-0. <laughs> 5-0 in both games for Catholic Club, do you think, Gibbs? Yeah, I think so, mate, to be fair. Okay. Full-time uh, tricking me up again. Avery Hill, 2-1 winners against Spring Hill United. Old boys. Uh, yeah, Grimmish. Chris was at that game. He's full of praise for the opposition. He, he's trying to get jobs, isn't he? He's, lying, he's trying wait, to get he jobs. Was... He was round there. He picked the opposition's team. <laughs> uh, Greenwich Hot Shots, definitely not the best team in Greenwich this week. Losing twice to Villacourt, 3-1 and 2-1. Do you know what, Gibbs? I think I'm going to adopt Villacourt as my team. You're a, you're one of them London Man United fans, isn't you? Oh, look, they're winning. I'll jump on fucking board now. Yeah. I'm in the league last year. You never mentioned them. Now they're winning. I'm going to adopt them. They'll be saying, fuck off, don't don't cover us. We've seen what happens. We've seen They'll what happens to the Colts. Oi, Wheaty, we've seen what happens to the fucking Colts. <laughs> fucking do one. <laughs> uh, Sid Cup winning 4-1 against Sporting Club. Uh, Sporting Greenwich, should I say. And 7-2 against Sporting Greenwich. Not a good day for the Greenwich boys. Uh, the Bosco losing 2-0 to Lesser FXI. Good win for Lesser. <clears throat> uh, Intercross winning 3-0 against Rosen Crown. Uh, Bosco getting six points, much needed for the basement boys um, yesterday. Six, no, they got three points against Lesser. And yes, points shared. Sorry, had a brain fart there. Spring Hill, old boys losing twice yesterday. So we know where Chris was yesterday. He, he must have just been hovering over all two games yesterday from the reserves and the old boys. He was, mate. He spiked the wall up in the teams and then fucked off. So successful day yesterday. For... He's in the fucking toilet, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Mr. Echo there with his acoustics. <laughs> Why are you watching Ray Am, J-Dog? You know oh, what you I mean? fucking crack a window open, sunshine. Too much I'm horse and cart. The window fucking stays open. <laughs> I'm so glad this isn't... Put your fucking piece away. <laughs> oh, yeah, you fucking like that, don't you, son? You fucking like that, don't you? <laughs> Definitely don't take a bow for that. Look at that, son. <laughs> By the way, Gibbs does not trim his balls. The fucking sack on the man. Look at <laughs> uh, In the London Sunday Junior Trophy, the young stars getting past Hatch Lane United on penalties after a one-all draw. The young stars winning four-one on pens. Well done to the lads. Um, that's a fantastic result. But and. Uh, Roger, maybe we can invite you in to talk about um, this Westford result. Mildeen 5, Spartans 0. Are Spartans top of the, top of the barn league? They're, they're walking away with the Croydon Municipal due to, well, mainly they, they beat Saha, but also they've had some, uh, Saha have had some points deducted. Uh, but let's not, let's not downplay this result. Mildeen 5 0 against Spartans. What a fucking result for Mildeen. That's a barnstorming result. That is a thunder bastard of a win for the Mildeen boys. We didn't write them out. We said we knew Mildeen had the potential of an upset, but I didn't really think it would happen. Uh, first is of all, there, Ro- a, is Roger, there a, a municipal chat, Rog? 
there is. Do you call it? What do you call it? The barnyard or what? The farm? <laughs> <laughs> the farmers market. <laughs> what do you call it? Yeah. Is this, this, this sent sent shockwaves through the Croydon Municipal yesterday, Roger? What, what was the chat like, Roger? After they got yeah. smacked five yeah. We'd, well, we, we take it easy on Spartans. Scary bunch. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, everyone's shocked by the result. I mean, cup semi-finals. You know, it's, it's uh, you, you, ne- you never know which way it's going to go. Um, but um, I think in the manner of the defeat that that Spartans took, um, the fact that it was um, such a heavy defeat. Um, um, speaking to the Spartans manager, he said his lot just never showed up, um, which is surprising given that it was a semi, semi cup semi-final. Um, I think they missed the penalty at 3-0, which, you know, um, which is surprising that, you know, if they were scored, that may have been different. But yeah, yeah, I mean, full credit goes to Mildeing, Um to I mean, I know I played Spartans, I know how tough it that they can be. Um, they they upset the rhythm, um, the, way, the way they approach the game. So, yeah, massive respect to them. Tony Rawlings got out his cattle prod and marked up some of them guys over there, didn't he? He said, fucking hell, you, we're West for Science now, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Five zipper, you've been you've been cattle prodded up saying Westford. Do you know what I mean? I wonder how long it's been since Spartans actually lost lost in that in that manner. I bet it's been a number of seasons. Yeah, I expect I expect so. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect. Evidently, all the Spartans guys were very respectful um, after the game uh, with the Mildine blokes and said that they they absolutely uh, deserved it. So fair play mm-hmm. to Spartans for that. Um, let's get on to the Quota Municipal. Fantastic uh, way of linking to the, the Quota Municipal results. <laughs> uh, yesterday in the Michael Donovan Premier, uh, just two games yesterday. Um, Quota and JFC and Bozjam drawing three all. A hat trick from Mr. Benamazia, Benamazia for Quota and, F- and JFC, uh, Bozjam. Mr. Cespedes and Wisdom getting the goals for them. Uh, yeah. Probably a, a, a draw in that one. Fairly fairly uh, easy to predict. I, I don't think I did, though. The way their seasons have gone, that's that's a draw written all over it. Yeah, yeah I mean, you just thought that Boss Jam uh, needed the win. Uh, more than than JFC, but you know, so I suppose a point a point shared is is probably a fair result um, on the course of it. Uh, Sam, Roger, t- Roger, look at this. Yes, yeah. no, I'm not looking. I, I've gone to the shared screen. I'm not looking, Gibbs. I'm refusing. And to. Santos ninety two put, put me off my dinner. <laughs> Play Battersea Ironsides. Uh, Battersea Ironsides with a big five two win. This made this made one of our results of the week yesterday. Fantastic win for Battersea. They're, they're turning their home form into their. Away yeah, from now, getting some points. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised by that. Um, just just by the manner of the defeat um, that, that Santos took. I thought I thought Santos may have nicked it. Um, you know, I'm just, I, just because I think Santos needed to win more than Battersea. Um, but yeah, just goes goes to show that Santos are having a poor season by their standards. Um, and Battersea look like they've pulled themselves away from the relegation scrap um, and be safe for another season. Absolutely. Uh, into Division One. Uh, Lambeth Lions getting a 3-0 win away to Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, Casuals not able to upset uh, the form boys in that, in that uh, continue to ups, uh, upset the form boys, should I say, in that yep. division. That's a comprehensive win for the Lambeth boys. Are they, yeah. are they top Lambeth? They are top of Division 1, yeah. 
They are. I've got to play on Sunday as well, which yeah, is not okay. looking good. But yeah, I thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought casuals may have put up a bit of a fight because I think they, they had slim hopes of, of promotion. That looks a lot like they've gone out the window now with, with that heavy loss. Um, but yeah, the Lambeth Lions train just keeps rolling on. Uh, well done to Lambeth. Uh, in Chelsham and Southside Blues played a double banker yesterday. Talking of promotion chances that have slipped, Chelsham only getting two points from the two games. That's them out of the picture now, Roger, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, yeah, I think they, I think they fell by the wayside a while back. Um, their form just hasn't been good enough um, since I don't know since before Christmas. I think they started sort of dropping off. Um, but Southside Blues, more positive results for them. Um, they've really picked up. Yeah, um, since the restart they have, so yeah, I think they can take, they can look on their first season in the in the league um, and take a lot of pride from it. Uh, another double banker yesterday in Division One was Cobbs taking on uh, Selsden Town. Selsden taking the two wins yesterday, six points, six goals. Big day for uh, Selsden. Fantastic win against uh, Cobbs, who we know can uh, they've they've got something about them. It's, it's they've been erratic since uh, the comeback, since the return. Um, yep. But that's two big wins for Selsden. Yep. Um, yeah, they're going to push Lambeth Lions all the way in, 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 for, the, for that top spot. Um, it's going to go right down to the wire. But yeah, Selsden just keep winning. And that's all they can do. And hoping that Lambeth Lions slip up somewhere. Um, they, but yeah. are, they, are they yet to play each other? Are they to play they each other again? Each other. Yeah, they have oh, played right, each other okay. twice now. So yeah, um, it's, out of their, it's out of their hands. Um, it's all down to Lambeth Lions to lose. Um yeah, you know, there's, I mean, there's tough games for both teams to come. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't suppose it's, I don't think it's quite cut and dry just yet. Uh, another, the last game from Division One yesterday was our very own Sahar 11 taking on FC Centurions on paper. Not the toughest game for the Sahar boys they could have had yesterday, <laughs> but Centurions took the win 4 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sack, sack the manager. Oh, it's been. It's just been appalling from us from the restart. We had two good games. Um, Sunday was the first half we were awful. I mean, all four goals for them come in the first half and four mistakes by us. Um, all just oh, silly you're not, mistakes. You're not, you're not having a go at your keeper again, are you? No, my back four, <laughs> back four were awful. Just terrible yesterday, oh, Andrew. Four, four people this time, John. Um, t- terrible. Um, second half, we changed it around a bit, um, changed formation. Um and we got the two. We got the first goal after about I don't know, sort of fifty-five minutes on the clock. Then got a second goal about sort of seventy minutes. Um, we were pushing and pushing, just couldn't get a third. Um, so yeah, fair credit to to Centurions. They were very good first half. Um, as poor as we were, they was good. Second half, um, they they just they built up such a lead that they, they couldn't we couldn't catch them. So yeah, another bad day offers for us. Always next season for Saha, probably like Chelsea, probably like Chelsea, Athletic. Um, yeah, probably for next next year for you boys now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of want this season to be over now. Since since the restart, we've just we've just not been good enough uh, for whatever reason. Um, I can't put my finger on it. Um, so just just want the season done now. Uh, <laughs> you sounded a bit sad when you said that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> uh, in Division yeah. Two, uh, first game, uh, a massive, uh, a massive game uh, for Shirley after after uh, saying they folded. 
They're very much yep. alive. Uh, this time, uh, they've played Sandstead Reserves yesterday at home yep. and got a 3-1 win. What a massive result for Shirley. And whilst they probably can't do anything promotion-wise, um, taking that, putting a, the first one in their loss column will uh, will be great. Will feel great for those boys, won't it? I mean, yeah, I think there was comments made on social media a while back that Sandstead Reserves are going to go the season unbeaten and that. Um, and that sort of riled up the Shirley players. I think this was this game more than any was one they really wanted to win. I spoke to Alan, the manager, before the game. Um, and it only turned up with ten players, and they didn't have a goalie. AFC Shirley, Bloody so he hell. was he wasn't really looking forward to the game. Um, but yeah, the boy, he said the boy. I spoke to him after the game as well. He said the boys dug deep. There wasn't no, there was nothing pretty about the result. They just they, they played the balls route one football, um, and it worked for them and. It looked. He was saying you'd have thought that Sander said with a team with ten men because Shirley, to a man, were excellent by all accounts. Um, yeah, credit to them for for getting a three-one win to a very good Sanders reserves team, um, and only having ten men as well. Fantastic, Fantastic result. result. Well done to the boys. Maybe, maybe me calling saying they'd folded was enough of a. <laughs> They wanted to prove me very wrong and, and, and they've done it. Well done, boys. Fantastic mm. result. Uh, Gold Coaching have been one of the teams in Division 2 that seem better uh, since we've come back from uh, lockdown. They got four points yesterday with a 1-0 win against Souls and a one-all draw uh, against Souls, uh, carrying on a good run of form from beating Sarnestead uh, in the Cup recently. Yep. Um, good win for Gold Coaching. Well done, boys. Uh, Huxley Guards against Addiscombe Corinthians was postponed yesterday, mm-hmm. um, sadly. Uh, in Division 3, uh, Dynamo Duppers uh, continue uh, some decent form uh, recently, beating Surrey Park Rangers 3-1. Surrey Park Rangers just finding the form a little bit hard to find uh, since a restart after a decent enough start. Um, FC 25 with losing 5-1 against South against South Sea Wanderers. Sharks. The Sharks. Sharks. The Sharks. Yeah, the Sharks. Uh, yeah. Woodcote Green, sadly unable to field a team yesterday. Mm. So South London Royals Reserves got the points. Um, tough one. Woodcote Green are a team that turn up and play their game. So something must have gone a bit wrong yesterday for them to, to, to not be able to field a side. Mm-hmm. And we mentioned the London Trophy game between Mildeen and Spartans. Um, I don't think we need to say any more uh, than what's been what's said. What was the score? I don't know. <laughs> it was five nil to Mildeen. Well done again to the boys. We did a we did our results of the week polls yesterday, but um, we don't usually include county cup games. So, um, but Mildeen yesterday, I think we can all agree was the result um, of the day across the three. They got across the three leagues covered here. It's quite an easy, an easy choice. But yeah, as I say, sadly, county cups we don't put in. So the Orpington and Bromley fixtures for Sunday, the 23rd of May. Um, two midweek games next week, both on Wednesday. Uh, Hatcham play Rocker Seniors at Phoenix in the senior division. And Blendon play Hatcham Vista at BCD. Two lovely grounds uh, to go and catch a game at. Now you can. Now restrictions are beginning to be lifted. Um, that'll be a really good couple of games to go and watch. What would you pick between those ones, Jamie? 
Uh, Hatch and Rocker Seniors. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Uh, as I say, that's at Phoenix. Uh, Hatcham is a 7.45 kickoff and Blendon a half seven kickoff. The grounds aren't that far away from each other if you want to go and watch half and half. Um, in the senior division on Sunday, Bickley play Essie Dons. The old battle um, commences again. That's a double banker. Um, that'll be a real good game. Farnborough welcome Kenningwell to uh, Farrow Fields. Uh, won't be an easy game for Kenningwell. They'll want to get points this weekend after losing to uh, Bickley. Handsomely, uh, they lost to Bickley this weekend. Uh, Groundhoppers play Portland in a double banker. Groundhoppers looking again to get some points back um, after losing two this weekend. Uh, Lambeth All-Stars play Kamazi in a double banker. And Lullingston play Hatcham at the Pavilion, where they like to play their games. Their form always seems better there. They welcome Hatcham this week in a double banker. Um, just going through the double bankers. Uh, Elmstead play LSC Giants in the Prem. Uh, only one Prem game this weekend. Uh, Division 1, uh, Croydon Town welcome Beckenham Rovers. Um, full of praise uh, their opponents were this weekend, Croydon Town. So that could be a tricky game for Beckenham Rovers this week. Club Langley against Bexley United. Looks very interesting, Jamie. Yeah, Langley picking up some good results, as have Bexley. So that's got nil-nil written all over it. <laughs> uh, in Division 2, uh, DC Football play Broccoli. Uh, with the form that DC Football have been in over the last two weeks, especially, it could be a tough day for Broccoli. Uh, you never know with DC Football. They have been... Um, not very good for most of the season. Just the last two weeks, they seem to have picked up against the title hopers. Uh, Royal Southwark uh, will be licking their wounds this weekend after that loss to DC Football yesterday. Uh, they play Lesser Albion at Mottingham playing fields on Sunday. They'll be desperate for a win, Jamie. Yeah, they need one. Uh, maybe the uh, attention is turned to looking towards the Kent Cup final. Um, in, in about a month's time so they need to get their eye back on the ball if they want to win the double um, I think we all fancy them for the Kent Cup so but Division 2 is far from over especially after the results yesterday so they need to pick up I think they've got Lesser and a couple of games and then a few tricky games to come in June so they need to get some points back on the board Absolutely West Wickham played Thameside Albion in a slightly trickier uh, tie similar sort of opposition uh, for, for Royal Southwark and West Wickham uh, this weekend, uh, West Wickham will need to get back to winning ways um, this week. In Division 3, Hayden Youth play Halstead. Italia Westills play New Beckenham. It could be tricky for the Italia Westills boys. New Beckenham know where the goal is. Uh, Phoenix Sports 3 play Crayford Arrows. Did they play each other this week, Jamie? Uh, no, Phoenix played Hayden. Oh, yeah. Crayford Arrows beat Manorwood, I think. Thank you. Uh, SMCA play Kingsdale. They definitely played this week. Probably. Uh, Ellis Athletic play Hayden Youth Reserves. That could be a good game. Uh, FC United of Bromley play Town Reserves. The Warren play Broccoli Reserves. Uh, the uh, AFC Town Reserves game is a double banker. Uh, Crayford Arrows play Phoenix Sports 5 in Division 5. Uh, Inter Milne play Hawksbrook Wanderers. Kingsdale Reserves play the Colts. Come on, the Colts. Uh, Tudor Sports Rangers play Benhurst in a double banker. Uh, Hawksbrook Wanderers play Inform Inter Milne in a double banker. That could be 
um, six more points for Inter Milan, and they will be well amongst it in the um, in the title chase. Uh, Phoenix Sports five, Crayford Arrows reserves, double banker. Um, South London Spartans play uh, Hayes Old Boys, and in the Kent Sunday Junior Cup semi final, Jamie. I think this is the one that's rolled over for a few years. I think. I yeah, this is from this is from the season before last. Uh, Blendon play Monument. We don't know anything about Monument, but I believe uh, I think, they they stand tall. Was it Thames made beat them in a semi final or quarter final when they got to the final and beat got beat off Farnborough? I think. I thought the name ring. I thought the name rung a bell. Um, They've either played Thamesmead or Essie Dons, but I think if they're in that cup, it was Thamesmead. I think so too. Uh, but we wish Blendon all the best, unashamedly uh, supporting Blendon and the OBD SFL teams uh, in that cup. Let's go with the predictions, Jamie, for this week. Four games of the week uh, selected by Jamie himself. Uh, the first one in the senior is Essie Dons taking on Bickley. Jamie, what do you think? Old rivalry, old wounds about to be reopened, I think. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Bickley, fantastic result, as we said yesterday. SE Dons just kind of ticking over, not really setting the world alight, but getting the job done. Not scoring as many goals as I would have expected either. Um, so based on all that, I think double banker, I think the first game is going to be a 1-1 draw. one all draw for Jamie. Uh, John White, our guest predictor this week, has gone 1-0 to SE Dons. I'm going to go 2-1 SE Dons. 2-1 to SE Dons. Our second game of the week in the OBD SFL, West Wickham taking on Thameside. Um, Jamie, do you think that loss to DC has take, could possibly have taken a wind out of West Wickham's sales or do you expect them to pick up where they left off? Possibly. I mean, they didn't play yesterday, did they? No. So, and I think uh, my maths might be wrong, but I think if they all win the remaining games, if they're not playing each other, I think they can, Sydenham, West Wickham and Royal Salute can all finish on the same points. So goal difference will probably come down to it, given the amount of goals that Sydenham lost um, when the Explorers mm. got wiped out. So <sighs> Thameside always going to be tricky, always a threat, really stubborn side to play against as well. So I think West Wickham, if they want to be champions, this is a massive test for them. Um, having said that, I think they might just have enough to get the job done. So I'm going for 3 2 West Wickham. 3 2 West Wickham. John White has gone 4 0 to West Wickham. It seems a bit, a bit, that's, that's, he's thought fuck Absolutely it. Absolutely steaming. He's thought fuck it and gone 4 0. I'm going to go for a 3 1 win for uh, West Wickham on Sunday. Good luck to both the teams there. Hayden play Housted. That's Division 3, Jamie? Yes. John White has gone for a one-all in that one. He's bottled it. What do you think? Do you know what? I'm I'm going for a Desmond. I think it'll be tight. I think Halstead have really picked up some form. Hayden, I, I tipped him to win the league. They're kind of still in there. So I think it could be quite a cagey one. And yeah, I think 2-2. Two, 2-0 two. Two from Jamie. I'm going to go 2-1 to Halstead, like you said. Um, Hayden were really good at the beginning of the season. Uh, it's been different since the restart. House did really have found some form over the last couple of weeks or a few weeks. I'm going to back the boys 2-1 to House did. Uh, the last game, um, Inter Milne versus Hawksbrook Wanderers or Hawkbrook Wanderers. What do you think, Jamie? 
I was going to go for a complete fuck it here because um, Inter Milan have been really good in recent weeks. Yeah. But I'm going to give Hawksburg or Hawksburg, whatever they're called, a bit of credit. Um, and I think they might keep it respectable. So I'm going for 3 1 to Inter Milan. 3 1 Inter Milan. Uh, John White going for 2 0 to Inter Milan. I'm going to go for a fuck it. I'm going to go 5 1 to Inter Milan. I was going to go 6 1. So, yeah. <laughs> 5 1 to Inter Milan. Thank you, no, Jamie. No, no, it is. So this week, me and you, I got one point and you got no point. Got Do you just want to quickly discuss that? Uh, yes, absolutely. So obviously nobody predicted Bickley would win. Um, not a, not even sure they would have backed themselves that handsomely. Um, went for a handsome Thames Mead win against Langley. They ended up drawing. Um, I got the, I went for Hayden to sneak a win against Phoenix, which was wrong. And then the Warren were absolutely stinking against yeah. Hatton Bickham Manor. So there you yeah. go. Thank you, Jamie. I know you have to go, so thank you for yes. your time. Peace out. Yeah, I won't miss looking at Gibbsy's fucking OnlyFans audition. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe his arse. We'll see you tomorrow night at the Selk 11 game uh, versus Era from Belvedere. Coaches. Catch you later. See you later, mate. Right. So now for the Westfer uh, fixtures for this coming Sunday and the games during the week. Gibbs, are you finished doing whatever you was doing? I'm all done, mate. I'm just playing Hell's Kitchen while I'm waiting for you, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, two midweek fixtures in Westford this week. Crayford Athletic play Blackheath on Wednesday. Half six kickoff at Crocken Hill. If you're not not doing anything, get down and watch the game. Uh, And Springhill United Reserves play the Bandits at Meridian on that big pitch. Uh, is that midweek as well yeah so two games midweek in West for next week love that Um, love midweek game hopefully get the lights on hopefully you get a bit of rain and it'll make it an absolutely superb um, game that's what you want those types of games under the lights Uh, so the main the main uh, fixtures for next week on Sunday uh, under the radar play Barnhurst in a double banker another double banker uh, for under the radar they must be getting sick of all them Gibbs Mate, they're overrun with them, aren't they? They've had, they've had so many. I feel sorry for the poor sods. Uh, Peck and Rye play rivals now, is it fair to say, Gibbs? Openton Rovers? We never say their name. They're like Voldemort FC now. That's what we call them. <laughs> uh, the they game I'm, shall not be named. The game I'm refereeing this, this week after a, a change yesterday, Spring Hill United against Junior Reds on pitch three at Meridian, so not on the main pitch, sadly. Um, but a good game and a nice a nice opportunity for me to referee in the, a Prem game, uh, few and far between this season. Um, but that should be a good game. Two good teams, two good people, uh, two good, well-run teams, should I say. Nice to see Blaine uh, and hopefully Jace will be at the game. And Chris, I'll be able to say hello to both of them. Uh, Oddfellas play Borden Sports A. That'll be a real good game at Hall Place. Um that's all the games for the Prem Division in the senior. Uh, FC Royals play uh, Blackheath and Erif Athletic. Blackheath scrapping for points, um, so they won't make it easy for Black, FC Black Royals. Blackfen, Black not Blackheath and Erif. Did I say Black that again? Fen. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> FC Royals, Blackfen and Erif. Sorry, Joe. Um, yeah, they won't make it easy for Royals. They're scrapping around for points um, to, to ensure they stay in the division this season. Um, Royals with it all to play for, knowing 
that it's in. Uh, Sporting Club tends mid nineties hands for that title. Um, they're not going to let uh, they're not going to let Black Fen and Erif away with it lightly on Sunday. Uh, Rising Talents play uh, Duchess of Kemp. Uh, Black Fen and Erif game is a double banker. Uh, Crayford Athletic play Footscray Lions in Division One. Uh, Borden Sports play Meridian. Uh, that could be a tough game for Borden Sports. Seem to have um, lost that little bit of form they found um, early in the return. Uh, Blackheath play Wellingtown Sunday. Uh, Crayford Arrows against Mildeen. Mildeen will be high as you like from their win yesterday. <laughs> Can they bring their London Cup form into the league and start uh, pushing themselves up the table uh, this season? Let's see. Uh, Martin Park Rangers play Ball Tarks. Gibbs, is that going to be a massacre? Mm, I think so. Yeah, Ball Tarks are flying high. They're going for the league. The league title, wouldn't they? I can't, I can't see them slipping up here. If I'm being honest, no, I can't. Uh, Footscray Lions against Crayford Athletic was a double banker. Uh, Inter Division Two, Forza play Southeast Athletic Maroon. Uh, probably at the beginning of the season, you'd have, you'd have put your ass on that being a Southeast Athletic Maroon win. Um, Forza, uh, not easy opposition, and the form that Maroon have been in. Um, could see Forza nicking some points on Sunday. That's a double banker. Newcross played B Young Stars in a double banker. Um, Red Velvet against Granite. That'll be a really good game down at Elton Town on Sunday. Um, and Elton Town play Phoenix Knights um, in a single game by the looks of it. Looks like some of these double bankers are, are on their way out. Thank God. Uh, in Division 3, uh, the Red, the Bandits, sorry, play sorry. South. South Ballers, that could be a massacre. Yeah, that'll be anything but Borden want it to be, to be fair. Uh, Elton Lions play Orpington Athletic. Uh, Springer United Reserves play Abbey Mead. Again, that could be a tough day for the Resies. They've not had a good time of it recently. Woolwich Royals need to pick up their form. They play Junior Red Seniors Athletic this week. Uh, in Division 4, Martin Forest play Bexy Eve. That'll be a good game. Uh, Bexy Athletic play... Shooters Hill Spartans. Shooters Hill Spartans in good form. A good comeback yesterday. I think they found themselves 2-0 down and got back to 4-2. Um, Bexley Athletic form anything but good in the league. Uh, seem to be blaming everyone but themselves at the moment uh, for their league form. Uh, Bexley Hawks play Footscray Lions White. Uh, a big game for Bexley Hawks. They need to keep getting these wins. Uh, Junior Red Sports play Cell. Uh, Sammy Montague on Sunday in Division 4. The Peoples played Dance and Albion. Uh, Bexley Heath, Martin and Forest was a double banker. Uh, Beacons play New Elton Wanderers. Um, you have to feel for New Elton Wanderers at the moment. They're getting smashed every single week. Keep going, boys. Keep going. It's just the beginning. Uh, Bexley Wanderers play Advent Mighty Royals in Division 5. Old Fortronians play South London Athletic A. Uh, Chimera play uh, AFC Beckenham and Peckham Rye play Eltham FC. Anything, anything is, uh, it's going to be a tough day for the Peckham Rye boys, Gibbs. Yeah, to be honest, it wasn't a great result last time they played Eltham, to be fair. Um, but coming off the, uh, the win last week hopefully they'll go into it with a bit more momentum as well and then obviously the cup final the week after so hopefully they can uh, pick up pick up the points 
even to, just to progress, you know, to get a draw maybe. But um, anything other than a, a defeat is a, is a good result. Good luck to the boys. Advent Mighty Royals um, play Bexley Wanderers. That was a double banker, that one. Uh, as was New Eltham against Beacons. Could be a big six points for Beacons on the weekend. Highfield play um, the Kingfisher Sharks this weekend. Tough day for Highfield with Ronnie back in goal. As I say, the confidence was was better this weekend. Apparently, maybe they can translate that into points on the weekend. Good luck. That looks like a double banker. Lewisham Athletic against Falconwood Reserves. Uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires against Las Cabras. It looks very winnable for Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires given Las Cabras' form. In Division 6, Tamera Reserves play the People's Reserves. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, Kingfisher Reserves against Highfield, double banker. Falconwood Reserves against Lewisham Athletic, double banker. That's Cabras against Sporting Club Thamesmead, double banker. Uh, into Division 7, the best division in Westfa. The second best division. Intercross play the Bosco. Uh, Rosen Crown play Sid Cup. Spring Hill Old Boys play... Sporting Club Greenwich, uh, Sporting Greenwich, should I say. Lesser FXI play Avery Hill. The Catholic Club against Villacourt. That's looking like a really good game in Division Ooh, 7. what a game. It'll be excellent. And Eltham Lions Reserves play Greenwich Hotshots. So the games of the week this week. Um, our guest predictor, as usual for Westford, is Sunday football legend Mark Dolby. Um, our game's first game, Gibbs. Red Velvet against Granite. Mm, these, games, these games were picked by Gibbs, so his his surprised sound is just fantastic acting. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go for a Granite win. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-1 Granite. 3-1 Granite for Gibbs. Uh, Mark Dolby has gone for a 3-2 Granite win. After seeing them yesterday, uh, they weren't really tested by um, Elton Town, if if I'm honest. Um, there's a bit about uh, Red Velvet, especially good um, in midfield, and they've got some good strikers. Their defence yesterday wasn't tested, so sadly I can't really big big them up too much um, at the back. They, I didn't get to see them in, in full in full flow. I don't think. I'm, but I'm going to go for a Desmond in that one to, um, on Sunday. Uh, two all. Red Velvet against Granite. It'll be a really good game. Uh, the next one is Barker against Red Star. Uh, Barker. This, this, this is, there must be, there must have been some bad games in Westford this week for this to make game of the week, Gibbs. We know, we know what the result's going to be. Yeah, I'm going to say 15-2 um, to Northfield. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go five five one to Northfield. Five one to Red Star from Gibbs. Uh, Mark Dolby has gone six two. I'm gonna go seven one. So seven one Red Star. That's pretty out there, isn't it? Uh the next game of the week is as we mentioned, Highfield against Kingfisher Reserves. Uh, one of the double banker games on Sunday uh, at Elton Town again. What a good day! If you've got nothing to do, get down to Elton Town and and just have a wander around and watch all these brilliant games going on. Um, Mark Dolby has gone for 
a 2-1 Highfield win. Is he has he been drinking during the day, do you think, Gibbs? <laughs> he might have been having a barbecue at the, the co-op. I don't know. I'm not too sure to be fair. But to be fair, I've literally just written that down. I've written that down myself. Um I I find I find it hard to back against Ronnie, to be honest. Um I know Kingfish will probably be the obvious. I I would expect Ronnie to maybe have something about about him. So I'm gonna say three two to Highfield. Three two Highfield for Gibbs. Listen, I'm seeing Ronnie tomorrow night, so he'd, he'll hear this um, by the time we see him tomorrow night. But I've got to go 4-2 for Kingfisher Reserves. Sorry, Ronnie. You're a bad guy. A new, a new addition to the Selk 11 um, as one of the goalkeepers, Ronnie. Um, but Ronnie, sorry, I've got, I've got competitions and, and titles to win here against Gibbs. I'm going for <laughs> <laughs> a Kingfisher Reserves win. Uh Catholic club against Villacool. Would you reckon, Gibbs? Ooh, I'll go first. Uh, Let me go first because you're going to accuse me of cheating. Go on, I'm going to go 3-2 to Catholic club. You thieving bastard. You read my bit of paper when I was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just saw your piece instead. So <laughs> well, you, you, add, you halved it in inches and added it all up to, what, five inches? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> you um, Oh, Villa Court on a Catholic club. It's going to be a very good game. Um, I'm going to say 4 2 to Catholic club. 4 2 Catholic club. Uh, Mark Dolby for one Catholic club uh, for his predictions on Sunday. Thank you very much, Gibbs. Let's go to. Right. Push ups. Thank you very much, Gibbs. Oh, shots. One, two, one, two. <laughs> Thank you. So just me and you, Rog. It'll be nice and peace. It'll be nice and peaceful and sensible now. Yeah. <laughs> In the Michael Donovan Premier Division, uh, tonight's guest, Palace Saint Germain, play Saha. Tricky game for the boys. Um, Sarnstead play Batsy Ironsides. Rare to see Sarnstead play at the moment, uh, Roger. They didn't play this weekend again. They must have loads of midweek games set up. Uh, Santos play. Gordon JFC. Uh, that was a that that was Bosjam that they that Gordon played this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. And Spartans play Bosjam. I worry for Bosjam. Are they going to get a fully fired up Spartans back in the league this week? I think they may be on the end of a of a of a hiding. Um, I think Spartans are going to come out firing. They're going to have a point to prove. Yep. I think their manager will probably change things around. Um, so yeah, I think Boschum are going to be in for a long, long morning Sunday. I feel like that as well. Poor old, <laughs> poor old Boschum in Division One. Chelsea Athletic play Cobbs. Uh, Saha Eleven play Lambeth Lions. Uh, mm. Southside Blues against Selsden Town and Woodside against Centurions. Uh, big game standing out there is your one, Rog. Um, is yeah. it? Are you just trying things out now for the rest of the season, or are you just? Um, oh, Still got some pride to play for, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think that realistically, promotion has gone out the window. Um, so yeah, it's just about pride and sort of trying things out. Um, but it's going to be yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough Sunday against uh, Lambeth Lions side that are, that are 
uh, almost sort of touching distance from the title. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough game for us. But you, had a good, we, you had a good battle against them in earlier in the season. We did, yeah, we did. We we uh, lost the, the first game two nil, um, but it was it was a close game. Um, I think the boys um, got you know got got a point to prove against them um, in in a sense. But yes, we know it's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll give it a good good go. Um, fingers crossed. All the best with that one. Uh, Southside Blues play Selsden. That could be a massacre. Uh, and Woodside play FC Centurions. <clears throat> yes, games there. Good games in Division 1. Uh, Division 2, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC play Addiscombe Corinthians. Uh, a little Addiscombe. derby. Yeah, Lovely. yeah. We love that. Uh, Gold Coaching in good form uh, recently play South London Royals in a double banker. Uh, that could be um, a tough day for South London Royals and Huxley Guards play KFC mm-hmm. uh, in Division 3 Sinusid Thirds play Dynamo Duppers uh, could be a good game South Sea Wanderers play Woodcote Green I mean talking of talking of massacres yeah this yeah that could be horrible yeah. Woodcote Green get managed to get a team out <laughs> which I do um, yeah that's going to be it's going to be a tough sort of two hours of football there against Against the Sharks of the Corridor Division, South Sea Wanderers. Um, but yeah, hopefully they, they hopefully they, they play for some pride and keep the score respectable. Uh, Surrey Park Rangers against South London Royals Reserves, looking like a good game uh, in Division Three. So mm-hmm. our predictions for this week, I've got to try and find them. Yeah. Uh, let me just. Sorry, this is this is bad. Poor from me. Very good cool from me. Right, so uh, the first game of the week is PSG taking on Saha. Tonight's guests against Saha. Are the PSG boys going to get anything from this game? Um, form, the form book says no. Um, I do think that playing at the Pearly Way will be a leveller for them because it's a small pitch. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not a great surface. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it, it won't suit Saha. Um, that being said, I do think Saha have still got a, a lot of pride to play for. Um, they've still got some, something to prove in the division. So I think Saha will nick this. I'm going to go with 4-2 to Saha. 4-2 to Saha. I'm yeah. going to go for a 3-1 uh, to Saha. Um, I think they're going to want to win everything they, every game they possibly can between now and the end yeah. of the season. Uh, and PSG could be on the receiving end of a thorough... A, a, a thorough win on on um, Sunday for Saha. Uh, Woodside play FC Centurions in Division One. Um, a big six is, point at the bottom of the table there. It's an it's an interesting game this one. Yeah, what, what, what's your thoughts, mate? Um, I, I mean, I saw Centurions up close again Sunday. First half they were good. I mean, as poor as we were, they were good. Um, second half. Um, we didn't really let them out of their half, um, but like I said, it's, if they want to stay up, which is looking unlikely, they're going to have to get something from it. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Centurions win. I'm going to say two-one Centurions. Two-one to Centurions. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I think I'm going to go for slightly wider. I'm going to go three-one Centurions. Their win this weekend against you guys uh, has caught the eye. Um, obviously, yep. there's obviously something about and Woodside haven't really been able to put um, form any sort of form together. So I'm going to back. <clears throat> I'm going to back Centurions this week. Yeah, three <clears> one. 
in the Addiscombe Derby. Uh, casuals, MMFC playing Corinthians. Uh, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Uh, actually, I'm going to go two all. I'm going to go for a Desmond uh, sit on the fence. Um, uh, what do you think? Um, uh, I don't, yeah, I think it's going to be close. I'm going to say a three-two. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Corinthians. Addiscombe Corinthians to just to nick the win. There. Good shout. Uh, Roger, of course, the only person in our predictions so far this season who's, who's winning. I think you are beating me at the moment, aren't you? I think I might have just gone nicked ahead. Yeah, just gone ahead. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Surrey Park Rangers play South London Royals reserves. Um, tough to call this one. So close. Um, this yeah. might be this might be another Desmond for me. Two all. What do you think, Roger? Um, I uh, I think South London Royals has still got a chance of promotion. So I'm going to go with them. Um, I'm going to say 4-3 to South London Royals reserves. All three to South London Wars reserves for Roger and two for me. We'll hear um, the PSG uh, guesses later on in the show. Roger, thank you very much for your time. And Get obviously, in. Gibbs and uh, Gibbs and Jamie have done one. So yeah. thanks, thanks for sticking around. No worries. Thanks for having me again. All the best. Uh, fingers crossed. We're back back at the towers next week. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, God willing. All the yeah. best, mate. Cheers. Have a good See week. Later. See you later. Roger. Yeah. Bye. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So tonight on the podcast, I have a Grudder Municipal guest. This week it is PSG, uh, a team uh, well done well in recent years. Uh, gaining their place in the Prem Division this season. Uh, I'm sure when we get into the interview, uh, the guys may agree. It's been a little bit of an indifferent an indifferent year for them, um, finding their feet with some good results. Uh, at times, maybe form just hasn't been uh, on their on their on their side this year. Boys, is that is that a fair comment? Just haven't been able to find the forms uh, the, the regular wins this season. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. I'd say so as well. Thank you, boys. So tonight I'm joined by Tommy. He's the gaffer. How you doing? At PSG. Hello, Tommy. And Keith, uh, club captain. Tommy is a late, a late change to the interview. Uh, Rich, people said, uh, we've heard too much of him. We want Tommy. Give us Tommy. <laughs> so <laughs> Rich has been uh, unable to make it. Uh, but guys, I'm, I'm really pleased to have you on a uh, club um, that we obviously uh, like uh, on the podcast, Roger, um, especially like you guys. So um, really looking forward to this interview. Let's let's get straight into it. Um, tell us a bit, Tommy. Perhaps uh, as the gaffer, um, I don't know who's been at the club. Who's been at the club longest, or have you been there at the same uh, amount of time? We've both been there from the start. Okay, it's yeah. same start. That's perfect. Yeah. So tell us about PSG. Um, when it started, um, why why it started? Obviously, a bit more than just playing football, um, perhaps, uh, and how you found yourself in the quarter municipal uh, prem division. Okay, uh, well, we first started in um, 2016. So our first season was 16-17. I used to play football, uh, kept getting repetitive injuries. So I kind of hung up my boots and decided to start a team with some friends and family. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's how it started, really. Okay. Um, 
was was the quarter municipal always going to be the league you entered or were there yeah that, um, logistically that made sense for us most of us are from the area some of us have played in the Croydon league previously as well so yeah it made sense for us to go to Croydon what league and, did yeah. you what division did you enter um we, we were put in division two back then okay so you've made your way into the prem is there is it yeah. was it have you gone you haven't gone straight through obviously you've stopped at a couple of divisions along first, the way. Was it first season we had promotion, wasn't it, Tom? Yeah, we won we won division two in our first season. Um second season we were runner up in division one. So we did go straight to the Prem. But we kind of yo yoed, went back down to Div One and now back up to the Prem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have you found <clears throat> have you found the standard in the Prem? Is it is it what you expected or has, has it been a bit tougher for you boys this year? Do you know what the standard is a is a is a big difference from for me playing anyway. It's 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 more intense. You know they wouldn't say the other leagues want it more, but at the prem, you know you're playing in the prem when you know you, they're here for three points. You know you're you're getting smashed in, and the intensity is different. Do you know what I mean even the quality of the sides that are coming in now? You know ex pros coming into the game. Yeah. So the quality of it is is up there now. Um. So I'll say it's definitely been um. A big change for us as a club. Do you know what I mean? We, as as Tom said, we got promoted from Division Two straight away. You know, it was good chemistry. We had a laugh. You know, what I mean, at that time it was just basically just mates playing together. Yeah. But as we got up, it started to get a bit, bit more serious. So, as Tom said, when we got to Division One, we became runners up, and then I think we got that promotion. But I think something happened in the league. I'm not sure, but we got sent back down to Division One, didn't we? Yeah, we, we didn't actually finish in the relegation zone, but I think there was a couple, we were like third from bottom and there was a few new teams who were from a higher level from other leagues that came. So I think that we kind of got defaulted down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's not the way you want no, no. to be relegated, but I guess no, um, but... you made it back to the Prem uh, pretty quickly. Um, with the uh, honours and successes, you mentioned the... You mentioned Division Two as a title that you've that you've won and you've won promotions. Any other any other trophies in the in the cabinet or no no cup finals or cup wins at the moment? Uh, empty cabinet, unfortunately. Cup run for us right now. I'm not Dust, sure. Dusty cabinets. <laughs> dusty right now. So if you had to choose between cup finals or league titles or cup wins, should I say, or league titles, what what are you taking? Gaffers, oh, yeah. gaffers always go for league. For league's table, that league league league's consistency in it over the course of the season, league is consistency, and I think that the thing with a cup, I think the day out of a cup is probably you can't really top that. Mm. But I think a team can fluke their way to a cup win. Absolutely, well, not fluke it, but like um, on a one-off game, anyone could be anyone. Whereas over a league, it's a consistency thing, really. Yeah, I think the league's a better measure. But I think cup final day is unrivaled. Absolutely. I agree. Keith, are you agreeing with that? I agree with that. Yeah, I think league is definitely a priority. Do you know what I mean? You want to be the best in your league. But cup runs, do you know, it, it gives you a chance to expand and play other teams. Do you know what I mean? Outside outside the area, the London Cup, Surrey Cups. I look especially forward to the Surrey Cups, you know, travelling to Guildford and just um, testing the quality of other teams in other counties. So... I know yeah. what you mean. County we, Cups. We, we enjoy, we enjoy a cup run. Sorry. Yeah, we enjoy a cup run. And, you know, we, we always say at the season we're trying to get serious. You know what I mean, but 
obviously, we always try to prioritise the league first. So, Tom's right, league, league first. Fair dues. Uh, so, aspirations for PSG. You said it started off as a as basically a mates team, and it turns out uh, as a bunch of mates, you've you've been pretty good. You've got yourself into the prem. Uh, yeah. Do you think you'll stay there this year, and is it your priority to look to become contenders in the prem in in the uh, years to come? Yeah, I'm, I I'm, think I'm going. Yeah, but well, I, I think I think we're I think we're good enough to to survive the prem. You know what I mean, and then rebuild for preseason. I think the quality's there. We've got some good individuals in the team that could. You know, take the take the game forward for us, um, and be a threat for this league. To be honest, I think we we got a lot of underrated players. That there's been a few names, you know, here and there, but not big enough for other clubs to to really mention themselves. That yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, you know what I mean, so who are your top boys, uh, Tommy? Who's what? Who's your sort of uh, your best? Other than Keith, obviously, club captain. <laughs> uh, who's who's the um, top? Who's the top boys at PSG? Who's your goal scorers? Um, who's your who's your warrior, and who's your big centre half that, that just clears everything for you and uh, and does the business? Well, I'd say um, our centre mid DK is, in my opinion, the best player. I think most of the players would agree with that. To be fair, he's a very good all round. Yeah, he's a very uh, good all round player, and he's quite. Um, yeah, other teams will rate him as well. To be fair. Um, defense Keith's center back, and I think his partner Joe as well, together as a partnership, they complement each other well. Ball playing or no nonsense, Keith? What are you? Me, I'm more ball playing. I think the, the boys would agree with me, you know. They sometimes call me a bit John Stones, sometimes <laughs> you know, dilly dally at the back, and sometimes lose the balls. So, you know, I get a bit of stick for that, but you know, Joe on the other hand, he's more of a no nonsense defender. He doesn't take no shit. He his first thought is to defend, and he will hit you if he has to hit you, and he'll put his body in the line if he has to. And I think that works well with both of us. You know, a ball playing centre mid and a, sorry centre mid centre back, and a, a no nonsense defender it works really well. So he does all the dirty work for me. To be fair, so you'll see him mostly more on the floor than I am. He gets dirty and you stay clean. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, so aspirations. You think over the next couple of years you can. You can get players in, or do you think this num this squad, as it is, can progress and be and become contenders in the prem? I think you know. I think we got a good, like you said, we got a good reputation in the league. You know, we we've 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 been about in the in the league. Like our names have been up there as one of the top teams. Yep, in the league for a few years now. Do you know what I mean? So I think we could attract the players, um, in that league and 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 build for 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 next season. So. I definitely think so. Yeah, I think we can. Well, I think our aim is to be one of the best players, one of the best players, best team. Sorry, okay. one of the best teams in the league. That like, I don't. I think it should be everyone's. It should be. You're right. Everyone's aspirations really in the prem. Do you know what I mean to be the best? Absolutely. Yeah, so why not? Why not? Who's the biggest rival to PSG? Is it, has someone stood out this season, or is there historical sort of battles with with teams since your time in the quarter municipal? This season, yeah, this season I wouldn't really say this season we really had a rival. Um, really. I would, do you know what? I would put Croydon in there, but obviously they folded. But that yeah. was always, you know, there was always a few talks before the game, and I've yeah, got quite a few boys knew each other. Yeah, yeah. It was always a bit of an intense game. A few, 
few dirty tackles flying around and stuff. Um, but yeah, I enjoy playing them. It's, you know, it's unfortunate that they folded, but yeah, this okay. season I probably would say Corona. But the rest of the teams wouldn't call them a rival, really. We've had some no. good, good tests. No one over the years from from your journey from Division I'll Two say, to the Prem. I say AFC Fulton first year. Okay, yeah. they were they were a good they were a good team in the lower division, but they won. They I think they cleared up all the cups that year. They cleared up the Surrey Cup, that the Croydon League Cups. Yeah. And they knocked us out in a couple of semi-finals as well, so it was quite yeah, it was a tense rivalry. Yeah. Time we played them four times in a season. Mm. Yeah, were, they, so. were they lower division, a lower division Sharky team? Were they? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. They were. They're no longer. Are they renamed as someone else in the league now? Uh, no, they folded a couple of years ago. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, a good team they were. I okay, maybe JFC as well. Over, we seem to be in their division every year and. Yeah, quite close. Job, to be fair. But they changed their team this year, so I'd say not not this season, but in over the years seasons. as well. Do you know what? I don't know if they would agree, but Southeast Spartans now they're folded as well. It was always a good good matchup. Mm. I think there was a time where we probably played them four times in a season, and it was always intense. Like I think they won a majority of the was it the cup matches, and we won majority of the league matches. I think, but that that was always a good. Good test, and now some of our players are actually on our team. So, yeah, how does that work yeah. out when you've kicked each other in four, <laughs> in four games a, a couple of seasons ago? And now you're well, in the same I remember dressing. that Joe, my centre back partner. I think I remember I used to go up against him in in the corners, and he was always <laughs> aggressive and he was always vocal. So when Tom told me that he was coming to us, like I was a bit, I was excited to play alongside him. He's he's a he's a good no nonsense defender, and that is something that we've always needed, really. Yeah, I think it's gelled quite well. To be fair, there's, there's, there was always a respect between the players, mm-hmm. so there was always an appreciation of each other's abilities. So I think since they come along, they've all slotted in well. Really, like a good bunch of lads as well. Oh, Got the right attitude and humble. Yeah, so I think it's it's been alright. Really, they've sl- slotted in like they've been here for years. To be fair, nice one. That can only be good. That can only be good for the future. Obviously, there was some. Yeah. Some sort of bedding in period for you guys. It, it wasn't going all your way uh, at the beginning of the season, but we've seen progression from you boys towards the end. So going into next season, that's only going to be it's only going to be better for you for you guys, and hopefully, um, you will be uh, pushing yourselves up towards the the top of the season, the top of the league. Um, so if not you, just some little predictions here, boys. If not you from the Prem, obviously, uh, we assume you guys are going to win the Prem division who who do you think is going to win uh, win your division this year obviously it's looking pretty like Spartans I'm going, it's a one horse race I'm going Spartans yeah yeah. Spartans look like it's almost wrapped up yeah. now do you know what the thing about Spartans they come with energy like they come with maybe what 20, 30 friends and family turn up to their game supporting them so Everyone's behind them. Do you know what I mean? I've se- I've seen them play in in in, in games, and they got no fear in their team. Mm-hmm. They're, they're in your face. They want everything. And you know, when we played them first game of the season, we didn't know nothing about them. It was a new team coming in, and yeah, I think first half we did all right against them. We we kind of held them down a bit, um, but you know, I think the quality in their side just kind of showed compared to us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Where in terms of game management as well, 
you know I mean, how they wanted to play and everything, they was up for it. So yeah, top team. Do you, do you think even without the uh, deduction in points to Saha that it was still would have been uh, Spartans' year? Saha got some good players, to be fair. Like, yeah, deduction it is harsh, so it is a bit unfair. But you know, you look at the table. Like Spartans haven't lost a game, to yeah. be honest. And I watched the Spartans versus Saha game um, a few weeks ago. Spartans looked like they wanted it more. Yeah. That's what I mean. I watched the YouTube um, video of it, and I thought the same. It looked, it looked very, it looked pretty much one-sided. The game yeah. due, due to their desire, as you say, um, and maybe Sahara's got some technically better players, but it looked like um, Spartans had the drive and desire. And we know sometimes when, yeah. when talent, uh, when uh, when talent doesn't work hard, work hard, hard, working hard beats talent. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair play to Spartans. A surprise result yesterday uh, in the London Cup, losing to um, a Woolwich and Eltham side 5 0 in the Cup. They have fear for the team that plays uh, Spartans yeah. next because they, they are going to be. They're going to um, want some revenge. Yeah. They're going to want some revenge. Who's going to be the basement boys in the Prem Division this year? Uh, that's a hard one. Uh, it's quite close down there, to be fair. And I, I wouldn't even want to put put a name on it to be fair like I wouldn't want to wish that on anyone or like predict that on anyone because that really truly we mathematically we could still finish there what's what's the who's the what's the race who's who's in the fight the dog fight at the bottom of the division um, yeah, I know Boz Jam's in there yeah Sander said I've got a few friends at Sander said that are down there um, and yeah. we haven't made them at all so yeah, that would be a big big team was Jam um, Santos maybe? Um, yeah, Sanderstead. they're still a bit down there. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be two from that four. And you don't, you're not going to put your neck on the block and, and make a prediction, boys? No, I think it'd be unfair. You get splinters in your bum sitting on fences, you know, <laughs> that, don't you? Uh, I don't know what, I'm, I feel like, I don't know, I've, I'm going to go Boz Jam. Okay. I'm going to go Boz Jam. It's a real shame. Boz Jam, obviously a club with massive... Uh, history and tradition in um, in the quota municipal. So it's going to be, if they do go down, um, it's going to be a real shame. Some good yeah. battles with, between them and Portland over the years. And oh, obviously yeah. um, they found themselves struggling very much so this season. So yeah, I, I, it looks like it could be Boz Jam this year. So on to some questions about this season. Who's the best opposition that you faced overall this year? Uh, I think for me... Saha and Spartans both stand out ahead of anyone else, really. Yeah. Um, I think every game we've been competitive, really, but in those two games, we, I would say we were outplayed majority of the game by mm-hmm. both them teams. Whereas I think every other game we've been competitive, but for them two, they're both. We only played them both once, so we still got to play them again. But in those one games, um, yeah, I thought they both looked to class above. To be fair. It's, they they have seen they have seen far and above uh, everyone else. Sadly, and it seemed everyone else was playing for third place from very early in the season. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all sorts of um, rumours and things going around about uh, the future of of one of those clubs, particularly. Um, but um, yeah, they they have seemed a class above and uh, really put put a good light. All the teams are actually in this this oh, season yeah. in the quarter miss yeah. but the two of those yeah. are real standout quality sides. Um, yeah. 
what's been your favourite game so far this season? Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go against Battersea Ironside. Okay. We won. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That game there, I think that game we really needed. You know, that boosted our confidence massively. And that was also a revenge game from when we just come out of lockdown. Okay. And when we played them, you know, um, personally, I didn't play that game, but I heard that we were just losing to them with silly mistakes, things we should have dealt with, like set pieces and things like that we should have dealt with. Um, so this game, like we all said to each other, like, come on, we're up for this. This is this is redemption. Yeah. This is our time to to make a stand and make it known that we're a quality side and we can we can battle it with them with them was teams the, up there. Was the win at Battersea or was the was the revenge game at Battersea or was that at home? A uh, home game. Yeah, home they game. beat us they beat us up there. <laughs> How do you find that that I mean we talk about um Battersea at home seems to be the toughest the toughest away day because of the trips in the morning. But uh is is it a real thing or is it is it just us talking rubbish on the podcast? Do you know what when when we went there we were probably there earlier than we go to most games. So from our from us personally, we can't really say, oh, we turned up late or we struggled to get there. So for us, really, we, we can't say that was an excuse. I think on the day, they it was the first game after lockdown. I think they were just a lot sharper than us. They seemed more ready for it. And we just seemed really sluggish that day and off the pace. And um, yeah, they were clinical. That day, to be have you managed to avoid any the double bankers? Uh, we have so far, yeah. The only team we could possibly have one with is Sanderson now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. You're best best avoided. Believe me, mm. it's tough. <laughs> uh, so the teammates section. This is the gaffer and the captain's opportunity to have a go at the lads <laughs> who need to be called out for their uh, suspect their suspect behaviour uh, in the in the squad. Who's got the worst banter at PSG? <laughs> the worst banter. Oh, I might have to give it to. So I'm going to give it to James. James, is... <laughs> them two, them two are clowns. They have the worst banter. They're just, they're just goofy, man. Do you know what I mean? Does this did it continue to show itself in during lockdown when all we had was? group chats and, and Zoom calls and all that type of thing. Did, did the banter get any better or any worse during those times? I don't know. It's, a, it's just bad from the start. It was just bad from the start. From when I even <laughs> met them two boys, you know what? They're just, they're like two peas in a pod. They always come together and they go everywhere together. Like they're yeah. good friends and, you know, I, on the pitch, they do a lot of talking. Um, but yeah, their banter is, for me, it's not up there. They always try to get at me as well, and it, it never really works. <laughs> Who's the worst dressed? <laughs> I don't think. Ooh, I, I, haven't think. Seen, I haven't seen people outside of football for a while, so yeah, we, we, usually on match day, everyone rolls up in their tracksuit. And um, you know what? I'm gonna put it out there, but I'm gonna say Rabanga. It's all love Rabanga, but purely because he turns up to games. Still coming tucked in his tracksuits in his socks sometimes. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that on Sunday. I'm gonna have to just give it to him purely on purely on that, really. I haven't we haven't been in a night out properly since before the lockdown. So Okay. Nice who's, who's the biggest moaner on the pitch? Uh, Luke. 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 
<laughs> Easy. Luke, and he yeah. knows this. Is that, is that his own players? Is that the opposition? Is that referees? Players, is it everybody? Referees, opposition. You just have to... It's all love. He knows it's all love. But if you just say one negative thing towards him... Take it to like, heart quick. <laughs> quick and he'll get it. He doesn't like being disrespected. Does he hang on to it or is it over as soon as the final whistle goes? <laughs> Does he carry it on in a group chat all Sunday afternoon? No, after no, the no, game, he gets yeah, it. But like, during yeah. the game, yeah. Sometimes you got to take him off just to cool him down a bit. Okay. Yeah. Who's got the worst taste in music? Which player is not getting on the speakers? If when we can get in changing rooms, who's who is not getting on the speak speakers in the changing room? Yeah, so I don't really know what everyone listens to. To be honest, I don't know. I heard some of the new boys like Joe and Aaron, Connor. I ain't really heard their type of music. Jake normally is on the speakers, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Richie though, Richie, assistant manager. I ain't heard his music. To be fair, so that'd be interesting. Um, but no candidates. No candidates, a team of good taste, maybe. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I'll give it to Jake. Jake normally comes with the music and the speakers, really, and he's got tunes for, for everyone, really. So good taste, I'll give it to Jake, but bad taste, I haven't really heard anyone really with bad taste. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Who's the longest in the shower? <laughs> well, we never, we, never like, we, we were kind of just duck out and we'll shower at home really okay yeah so we haven't really but where we was at the we used to be on the park pitches the changing rooms are always locked anyway so we were just always used to just changing on the side then jump home and yeah so we can't really comment on that one to be fair fair enough who's your player's player and this isn't necessarily the best player but someone at PSG who, who leads by example on and off the pitch um, obviously good player but does bits for the club behind the scenes as well um, I'll let I'm, you go first go on. I've narrowed it down to two in mind straight away just purely based on consistency and quality as well throughout the whole season I'll give it to Joe and Sid you know Joe's mm. a new player who's come in like I said from South East Spartans and he's a no-nonsense defender and every every game he gives it 110% back in his partner Backing all the way, <laughs> communications there. Do you know what I mean? And like I said, he's just been consistent for it. And Sid, Sid, yeah. Sid's a—he's a, a workhorse. He won't stop running. And if you ask him to play anyway, he'll put in a shift. Yeah, will never moan. Like, he'll never moans. Humble guy, most humble. Nah, he was right now, but the most humble guy. <laughs> but far, yeah, he was fasting as well. Ramadan and still working his socks off. Every game. His socks off. Mm. You don't Good stop play. running. Sounds like a gaffer's dream, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. It used to be fair. <laughs> who's your who's your unsung hero? Perhaps someone that uh only gets 10, 15 minutes a week, or if that, and but still turns up, he'll they'll run the lion if if you need it, do put the nets up, do all those sorts of jobs. Have you got a candidate for that person at PSG? I think there's a couple for me from a manager's point of view. I think um like our goalkeeper Charlie. He, he's always there like one of the first ones there and a lot of times he picks other players up okay as well things like that and he's always with the nets he's always at the first one putting up the nets um I'd also say um one of our players Leicester 
that he always turns up. Sometimes this season, especially, he hasn't played as much, but he's always, if he's available, he's always there. Like, he doesn't moan if he doesn't get on or has limited time. He's always happy to take the line if to help. And he's a good person to have around the team. I agree. Well. Needs him. Mm. Every I'm team needs throw, people like that. I'm going to throw another player in there as well. I'll probably say Tony as well. He's been there from the start. Um, mm. And he he's he's just started a new family, so he's not really there as much as he used to be over the years. But every time he turns up, whether he's not playing or or he's got to run the line, he's always for the team and he's always encouraging and a nice guy as well and puts everything on the yeah. pitch. It's, um, it's a sign of a good club that's going to be together. You're not just going to... One of these sort of clubs that, that turn up, win a few things and fold. Um if you have these types of people at your club, then it's going to be a good club for a long time. And uh, that's, yeah. that's great. Really good to hear that. Uh, onto some more uh, grassroots related questions then. What do you think uh, the quarter municipal do well in the development and support of grassroots football? Um, to be what honest, do you, I... what do you see around yeah. grassroots, the, the grassroots community? I'm, I, I'm not, cut you yeah. off because I don't think the quarter municipal do anything well but maybe you like look at a broader thing at what's happening in grassroots football yeah um I haven't that it's been a bit harder where we haven't had any uh, managers meetings for, for um well over a year now yeah I used to keep updated with things going on but um they were pushing the charter standard program they were doing like running it for clubs and um, yeah. supporting anyone who wanted to apply for it Help you fill that applicate uh, fill out the applications for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did run like first aid courses as well for people if they wanted to um, have members of their team first aid trained. Um, so they were doing things like that behind the scenes. To be fair to them, um, I don't know too much ins and outs over the last year or so, where we haven't really seen anyone. No, and they and probably it's hard to run anything like that now. Anyway, you couldn't really do a first aid course or anything like that so yeah. um but yeah no they definitely were doing things like that before and um yeah no i think it was good what they were doing where do we need to improve guys in grassroots football um i think from our league's point of view and this is not even like directed at the league but um we've, we've had a shortage of referees mm-hmm. so i think maybe kind of um trying to encourage younger people to maybe take up refereeing or like doing some yeah. ref courses or like taster course or something, something like that. Something to kind of encourage that. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. We've like, seen, sadly yeah. we've seen games postponed because referees yeah. become unavailable yeah. and you have to postpone games and no one wants to hear that. I know obviously there's been no refereeing courses. It's something that you can't really do like mm. this via zoom. You need to do, you need to do it in place and you need some football to be doing. You need to do six games as part of the of the referee calls to, to pass it. And if there's no football being played, you can't you can't do that. So sadly, yeah. the last year is probably you're probably going to see the knock on effect to the last mm. year next season. Um, as people stop refereeing at the end of this season, they call it a day because they're old or they don't want to do it anymore. There's not yeah. the new people coming through, as you say. So, you know, sadly, we might see the knock on from that next season hopefully courses and things start again probably Surrey are, are looking at doing it for in your area or London FA for you guys um, nice. and Kent, Kent FA um, also they'll be itching to get the referee courses starting again because as you say every year that goes by just like players 
referees retire or referees yeah. decide they don't want to do it anymore. Um, mm. Just play like players do. And if there's not the new people coming through, it's just going to have a knock-on effect. And as much as people may dislike um, referees, um, we do need them or we do yeah. need referees <laughs> in the game. It's horrible when teams have to, one of the managers have to do it for the game yeah. or someone has to try and become a referee for the game. The game's always rubbish. It's never fun without an actual yeah. referee in the middle. So hopefully, yeah, I agree with you there, Tommy. Uh, we do need some new blood to come into refereeing. Because you see the the, the panels, the ages of the age of the referees are just getting higher because no oh, yeah. young blood's coming in. So yeah. um we definitely need the new the new kids to to start and or, or new referees to come into it. Absolutely agree with you there. Uh so the last section before we get to the predictions is just your part of the interview to say any thank yous to anyone who've helped you. Uh, along the way for PSG so far, all the people um, from the very beginning to today. I'm going to give a big shout out to uh, Tom Gaffer right here. You know, he started this club. Um, he works day in, day out after work, you know, trying to, to organise things. And um, he's brought in the players. Do you know what I mean, he's, he's, he's put his time, training sessions, everything. He's, he's put a lot of money into this club as well. And also Tom's dad, Harry, um, Deserves a, a massive shout out. You know, he's he was one of our sponsors in the in the in the first first season. Um, so he's he's been a real help to to push start PSG to where it is today. So I'll give a shout out to them too. Every team of any sort of longevity has always got. It's usually someone's dad that stepped in and helped <laughs> them at the very beginning yeah. uh, with the kit, or maybe you borrowed a kit. But it's all it's usually someone. Like someone's dad that or mum that throws in some money yeah. and and it, that's your affiliation and all your insurances and all that and then you can finally go and play football. It's that's it's, right, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it's it's a very uh, it's a traditional thing. Tommy, anyone else that you'd like to thank? Uh, I just want to shout uh, shout out our sponsor Mitch. Um, he's from SD Fire Solutions. Um, yeah, he comes down to quite a lot of the games. He's very supportive of, of the guys and. Um, he puts in his money into the team as well. So shout out, Mitch. We couldn't we couldn't do um we couldn't do it in grassroots football without sponsors like that, yeah. like your guy Mitch. Um he doesn't I mean sponsoring PSG isn't gonna sell him lots of um lots of business. People no, don't people it. won't <laughs> buy that type of thing from from a football show. So it's just fantastic goodwill and luck for teams to come across brilliant sponsors like these yeah. people who just give it's just because they love it and they want to support grassroots football there's so many sponsors like that um that just hand over money just because they love it and it's invaluable you couldn't do it without the financial support um that these people give so congratulations on having a, a supportive uh sponsor it's the most important thing so well done to uh, you guys. Thanks, guys. That's the that's the interview over. Now the tough bit where you have to do the predictions for four games uh, from the Quota Municipal League this week. Obviously, um, you guys will be involved in this prediction. So are you going to go heart or are you going to go head? Let's see in a minute. PSG versus Saha. Uh, you guys are at home at Pearly Way. Do you think that? Is a bit of a leveller for Saho. Are you used to playing on that massive pitch at Crystal Palace? You've been playing on that pitch for the over, over the years. years yeah. Yeah. From from the beginning. Um you know, but I always go back my boys. So I mean, so I feel like you know, the first time we played Saha, 
don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking nothing away from them. They've got some good quality, but we didn't stick to our game plan well enough. And I feel like once we stick to our game plan, I think we can we can challenge these teams. So I'm going to go 3-2 PSG. 3-2 PSG. Tommy, you having that? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Big talk from the PSG boys. We like it. Uh, Woodside versus Centurions. Now, I don't know if you guys look look around if you're fans of the league so you keep you keep up to date with what's going on but um yeah woodside versus centurion centurion's just beating relegation battle there isn't it uh yeah it's a bit of, yeah it's a bit of one centurion's mm, getting right. a good win this yeah, weekend I had, I had a quick look at the league table um today um woodside got three games in hand um so i fancy them you know it'd be a tough battle but i fancy woodside i'll, I'll go i'll go 2-1 woodside Two on Woodside. You happy with that, Tommy? Yeah, I think Woodside. We played Woodside a couple of times last season, um, and we found them a tough team. To be fair, they have they have lost a few of their top players, but they still got a few players that could do something from nothing. Um, yeah, I, I, that Woodside, Matt. Okay, Woodside for the win. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC against Addiscombe Corinthians. What's your thought on that one, boys? Some casuals. Ooh. I do know. I've, I know. I know a player. Casual, uh, casuals. They got. They got some good individuals there. Yeah, we played them in pre-season, and um, they were decent. To be fair, they, they weren't bad. Them. That was quite a hard game. First half. I, yeah. I'd fancy them. To be. Yeah, I'd say I'd fancy casuals. What's the score? Three one. Three one. I'll go three one. Three one. Got some good individuals there. 3-1 casuals, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Surrey Park Rangers against South London Royals Reserves in Division 3, I believe, this one. What's the what's your scoreline on this one, boys? Well, purely, I don't really know much about that league, but like I said, I've looked at the league table and I'm seeing South London Royals Reserves, they're third right now, so I'll give it to them. And they're playing Surrey Park, even though they've got less games in hand. You know, I'll probably say... 3-0. Happy with that, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Boys, thank you very much for coming on the podcast tonight. Richie was uh, supposed to come on. He has, as I said, he has been on the podcast before, so it's nice to see uh, some other faces from PSG. Uh, boys, I wish you all the best with your um, game yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. It's going to be Cheers, tough. Yeah, um, thanks for having us on. I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Cheers, mate. Take care, yeah? Cheers, boys. All the best. So that's it, the end of another show. Thank you to our guests tonight and thank you to Jamie, Roger and Gibbs for their input. Uh, as always, thank you to our sponsors, Down to Play App, Sports King, Borden Sports and Skipper. All of our graphics are sponsored by Claire Barnett Photography and Design. A fantastic job done by Claire. Our charity partners are TW Drainage, Request, Warren's Roofing, Dave Cumberbatch Photography, NJP Graphic Design, and Ear from Belvedere, our 12th man partnership. See you on the next show. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.